welcome to the Open Paddock Rallycast presented by Oz Rally Pro. This is episode number 86 for Friday, August 14th, 2020. With Rally Colorado this weekend, we wanted to put together a quick show so we could get a preview out to all of you. And of course, no better way to get a preview than to talk to some competitors that'll be out there this weekend. So we called up Travis Neese and Danny Norcus, who are going to both be at the event. This is the virtual rally pub we call the Rallycast. Hello, I'm your host Mike Shaw and I'm flowing solo tonight as Ian is busy. It's all my fault really because, well, I threw this together last minute and I'm not as organized as a co-driver. A quick note, by the time you read this, or hear this, or however it is you absorb this, uh, we have a, we'll have our second article up by our UK journalist, John Skaltok, which should be up on our Facebook and website. John's from the UK, and although he's surrounded by exponentially more rallying than we have here stateside, he's a huge fan of how we do rallying versus what he sees at home. In John's latest article, John he tells us about his experience learning to drive a rally car from 10-time American champ, David Higgins. I also want to do a quick shout out to our supporters at Melee Design Firm. We've been putting out some pretty cool products of late, while at the same time, getting in a little bit of rally crossing and autocrossing themselves. We love supporters who live and breathe motorsports just like we do. So big shout out to them. Anyway, we'll be right back after this message from Oz Rally Pro, which is open for classes both online, on location, and both Alex and Rana will be at Rally Colorado this weekend, come to think of it. Go, five right short over crest into second, small crest 40, full F plus nips. Hi, this is Alex and Rihanna Gelsomino from Oz Rally Pro, Advanced Rally Training. Are you new to rally or have you been rallying many years? No matter what your experience, we can progress you further. Our classes are team training, driver pace note training, or co-driver training that are tailored to each individual or team. Email osrallypro at gmail.com for further details. Well, and we have with us, of course, Dan Norcus, and with us also is Travis Neese, uh, who are competing at Rally Colorado. First of all, gentlemen, welcome to the Open Paddock Rallycast. It's been a while. How you doing? Hey, thanks. I'm doing well. Travis, how about you? Yeah, going excellent. Excited to finally be back at an event. Awesome. Well, I have to do the official opening sound of the Rallycast, which is... Because you got to have something enjoyable while you're, you know, talking rally, right? Right. <laughs> well, it, it is it is the day before the rally, so they put this together kind of last minute. But uh, are you guys enjoying anything this evening before uh, the day gets started tomorrow? Or are you keeping it light because, well... It's rally day tomorrow. Gatorade and water. Yeah, Probably the hot. smarter move. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I finished all the beer yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Uh, so, well, well, first of all, actually, I was going to start off with uh, Dan. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out how I should properly greet you because um, what, what are your rank currently? And you guys are both like um, military. I mean, you're a veteran there, Travis, and uh, you're still in the military there, uh, Dan. So... Uh, should I be saluting you on this podcast at this point? No, 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 none of that. Uh, just, just, just Danny, Dan, anything like that's good. Jerk face. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Well, I mean, what I was thinking, I was, I was watching actually some of the, uh, some of the qualifying practice for the Indy 500, and I'm like, you know, uh, Connor Daly has the U.S. Air Force as a sponsor. Yeah. You know, uh, Dan, you got to work on this, bud. 
Yeah, I've tried. I, you know, I don't know other people to contact. And I don't have the fame or uh, the exposure that those people have. Uh, so, I'm sure your budget's yeah. a lot lower, though. So, you know, yeah, make something happen. <laughs> that, that'd, be, that'd be great i was actually uh, we talked to uh, some recruiters in fargo north dakota one time when we were uh, doing ojibwe oh yeah yeah uh, and they said oh you should have let us know we would have given you some money uh but the, it was too late at that point so well i think i think it would actually be an interesting recruiting opportunity i don't know uh but just got me to yeah. thinking i'm like huh well here we yeah. go we got you know two guys that are military in a car that that, that that could work. I, I like this. <laughs> yeah. We can make anything work if we can rally, right? Exactly. Well, and rally's all about <laughs> that perseverance, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we're actually here to talk about Rally Colorado, which uh, ta- takes place, well, tomorrow, really. Uh, tomorrow and Sunday. Um, I start off with, I want to ask you guys, uh, well, first of all, weather report. Uh, what are the conditions looking like out there for as far as weather is going? I hear there's some fires in Colorado. Are there any of those near you guys? Or is it uh, just high and dry and otherwise not too bad? So, so I haven't heard of any fires near us or too near of us anyway. Uh, it's pretty dang hot, though. Uh, I think today we saw about 95. I think tomorrow's about the same, 95, 96 high. So it's going to be warm. There's some breeze. It hasn't rained since May, according to the locals, so it's obviously really dry. Um, road conditions, if you want to get into that now, uh, they graded all the stages, so they're uh, they're not smooth, but they're actually quite drivable. Um, Danny's been here. This is his third or fourth That's time, so he can yeah. he can speak more to that. Yeah, I mean the roads here are always rough. Uh, there's lots of embedded rocks and stuff. Uh, Stuff that there's no no grading is going to take out, uh, but they're they're good. They're lots of twists, lots of twists. Yeah, it's tightest. The uh, Rob, the uh, the chair for this event. No, he's not the chair. What is he? He's the clerk. Sorry, the clerk. He mentioned that this is the slowest uh, average speed rally in the uh, right now currently. So to just give you an idea of how how tight this rally is, it looks like it's open. I haven't driven roads like these ever before, the way they're designed. Um, you have no idea which direction the road's going to go. It looks like it's wide open, but it's not. You come up over a crest, and it appears it's going to go to the left and actually goes to the right. Uh, just the characters, like no other – I don't know how many events we've done, but this is this is definitely the the most u- unique roads that I've ever uh, driven. So for Well, wrecking, I'll say. It's more of a desert style than the, the forest that Travis is used to. That's what I'd say. So it's kind of high desert, lots of crests and hills, but no visual references, I guess, then, to tell you it's going one direction or the other? None. Yeah. And Zero. It, and especially yeah. a lot of times a hill just falls off behind a crest, so you have no idea. Yeah. No logging out here, and I think that's the reason. The, the biggest trucks that need to get out, they're basically a lot of oil kind of service trucks so they're basically just basic fords and so it's uh basically wide utv tracks is kind of how i would (laughs) wow that's kind of rough yeah but it's uh it's i i really it's a it's it's tough it's 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 going to be good so happy so you know look thinking of those roads and uh doing a couple of passes on them how do you think the roads will hold up i mean you see you can probably tell a little bit from recce but not too much Oh, yeah. Uh, so there's certain sections that are, like, 
hard bedrock, and I don't think those are going to tear up too much. But there's other sections that are going to turn to real silty, um, kind of moon dust almost. Yeah, there, there's a fair amount of, I would say, bowling ball size rocks that are really sharp that are going to get pulled out for sure. I think we're third on the road, and the first two cards are R5s. They have a lot of travel. Those guys are going to pull a ton of those out, which they should be. I mean, that's how you got to drive those cars. So, um, and it's really narrow. Uh, it's gonna. I'm, I'm worried about that coming around some of these blind crests, and there's a, you know, a, a huge <laughs> boulder in the middle of the road that you're just going to take out. So, that's. I think that's going to be the biggest thing is the is the big big rocks getting pulled out by the the R5s. So a combination um, of having to drive a lot to the notes, um, and then at the same time keeping your eyes peeled for any big things stuck out in the middle of the road. Yeah, this is probably the most out of all the events that I've done, the most uh, d- uh, note-dependent rally that I've done so far, and that's without even um, racing the roads yet, just by wrecking them twice on two passes. This is a, a heavy note-dependent rally for sure. And, you know, it's a regional event, technically speaking, but this is not a short rally. Uh, I think I saw 118 stage miles. Uh, I think it's more than that, isn't it? I think they upped it almost 130. Wow, I think it's definitely over 110, 115. So it's it's a lot. The legs are long. Uh, we only have one service tomorrow, so the first leg is 90 miles, and the second leg is 90. That's it. <laughs> so it's uh, a lot of flats are going to be there for sure. I mean the 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 temps are so high. I'm running hard tires. Um, they're not going to handle very well, but they're going to hold up. So. Um, that's just kind of the playing the the long game. There's just not enough time to. I mean, you're doing four stages, so but uh, you can only carry two spares at the most. It's yeah. Gonna be tough. Well, we know that you're pretty experienced at uh, driving to the conditions, and uh, survival is something you've uh, kind of done pretty darn well over uh, your your seasons past. So, uh, but one thing I wanted to t- touch on is, um, you know, here's another event during these strange times that we're in right now, and I just want to know how how is it going with the social distanced uh, registration process and whatnot? Is that getting smoother? It sounds like a lot of people are liking how they're trying to do this and thinks it's something we should just do full time going <laughs> forward. But uh, yeah, I mean every every event, you know, you got a new crew that's trying to implement it and whatnot. How's it going? So it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, good news. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, it couldn't have been smoother. We pulled in, uh, we did a Q, uh, Monday, we did our COVID like questionnaire and each driver, co-driver, crew member got their own, uh, QR code from the scan when we pulled up and they scanned it and said, okay, you guys are good. Here's your books. Get out of here. Uh, and that was it. Uh, and then it was open recce. So we went straight to recce. Did that today? We had our. Uh, they did a parade through town, and it was all just like get in your car, stay in your car, or around it, and hop in, get in. When we got back, it was done. Tomorrow, there's no park expose, so we just got to show up sometime before 9 a.m. Uh, for our about 9:03 uh, start time. So there's no lollygag, and there's no waiting around for a driver's meeting. There's <laughs> it's just it's get in and go and uh no uh bs for lack of better words just go race yeah great 
So I guess it's going to be just show up to the first ATC and you're ready to go. Well, I guess you got to get yeah, your time yeah. card. But it's kind of like yeah. we're adults now. It's kind of nice. They try, <laughs> you know, you do. <laughs> they don't corral us together to 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 just basically to tell us stuff that we already know that's in the subs. <laughs> you, you know. I would I, I would be happy to do it that way if everybody actually read the subs. <laughs> hey, you know, if you miss your time, you miss your time. So understood, understood. <laughs> well, awesome. let, let's talk about the entry list here. I mean, Colorado, thirty nine entries. That, that's a pretty healthy list. That's substantial. Uh, yeah, for a small rally in the middle of nowhere, Colorado, it's kind of insane. Like the town can't even support it. Um, in fact, our we're, where we're staying is about an hour away because uh, there's one hotel in town and it's not very big. Yeah, it's. I think a little bit of this uh, it may have to do with uh, you know being people pent up and needing to do something. You know, if you're not allowed to do something, you're gonna want you're gonna want to do it even more. So that and also just the the uh, what McKenna's doing now. I mean, there's. The arrival drives. What, three drivers, yeah. I mean, that's just been great. Uh, that brings some some excitement. Some, you know, people see those on there, and, and you know, if you're around, say, hey, I want to do this event. There's a couple of R5s. It just kind of brings a new buzz to it, uh, which is a which has been over the last couple of years has been great to see. I think he's definitely adding to a lot of what uh, the entries we are seeing. Again, not huge, but that extra 10, 15, 20%, I think is because of what he's, what he's bringing. And throwing a, you know, a name like Bucky LASIK might draw in a couple of people, you know, things like that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 All that stuff helps, Mm -hmm. you know? You know, I, I last saw Bucky when, you know, he was at, uh, Olympus and at Oregon trail when they were filming that discovery special with Aaron Kaufman and, you know, He's kind of dude bro, but he loves this sport. He is all in, and I I love his excitement, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's just cool. I think he's such a good person to get that out there maybe to a a younger crowd or whatever that normally wouldn't know what rallying's about. Yeah. Yeah. It's genuine, for sure. So, you know, talking about this entry list, though, you know, I'm looking at this thing, and you guys are third in the speed factors. I mean, you guys are starting third, right? That's yeah, cool. yep. uh, it is a new car, though, so um, that, you know, I guess concerns me a little because I, I don't know how this car is going to go. It's it's faster than my old car, so it should be better, uh, but I, I'm i not really worried about it being third on the road. Or I, We were first for the longest time, and then the, the R5s came in, and thank God. But then I'm thinking they're sweeping and then there's destroying. So I think they're more of sweeping or destroying the road than sweeping the road. Like if I were behind Jeff Seahorn, that would be great because he he drives pretty clean. You know, he doesn't cut a lot. And so the R5s are a little different. So, you know, they got to drive those a lot harder. So it's not ideal to be behind a, a big travel car. But again, it's awesome. They're here. I'm not I'm not complaining. So that uh, dovetails nicely into talking about about the fact that you have switched from, you know, years of running Subaru to the Evo. Uh, tell us about uh, where this car came from and uh, I, I guess w- what experience you've had in it so far. I have, um, well, where it came from, it's uh, actually got it from Eric Lee in Arizona. He was a, he used to work at Team O'Neill years ago. He's a rally guy, co-drove 
mostly. Uh, this car started uh, in actually Washington State, built by Cascade Motorsports. Uh, Lachlan O'Sullivan ran it a couple of times, and then it went to Canada. It raced in Canada and Quebec. It actually did a couple of West Coast events as well. Uh, it's originally built right off the factory floor. I mean, it has as many miles as my Subaru has, and it wow. almost the same amount of events. Yeah, so it's got uh, almost 30 events. My Subaru has about 25 events on it. So there, the mileage of that, only this is a 2005, <laughs> so it's right. older. The chassis is, but it's a it's a well built car. It's different. I have no no driving of the car other than just on the tarmac. I, I don't have any gravel miles at all on it. So this is going to be the first time driving uh, on gravel, and this is yeah Evo eight. So and oh by the way, he put a new suspension in it Saturday. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's ready. So, so, so that that changes things up a bit too. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, I guess. I mean, you still learn a little bit driving, at least uh, testing on some tarmac and whatnot. I mean, is there just driving style-wise and, I guess, you know, how you put down the throttle and whatnot? Do you have to change your driving style a little bit that way versus how you did the Subaru? Or is it seem like it's going to be pretty much the same and the rest, you'll, you know, the little nuances you'll figure out on the stages? I'm, I'm just going to have to see. The diffs are totally different. So it's hydraulics. Mm. Um, it's just I, I spoke to a couple of people that, that have them and, it's just a different experience, um, and I'm excited for that. I mean, I, I don't, you know, when I was at Dirtfish, I went back and forth between, you know, a BRZ and an STI, which are, couldn't be two totally different cars, and uh, I enjoy that challenge of, of kind of figuring the feel in the car and, and see. I'm excited, actually, to start out not testing, but just on a stage. Uh, it's a big challenge, and I'm, I'm looking forward to figuring the car out on stage, so uh we'll see i'll I'll know more later (laughs) (laughs) maybe a follow-up interview uh yeah there we go yeah after a roll or something you know or crash yeah yeah don't say those words (laughs) don't say those words we don't want to hear that (laughs) he knows i'm superstitious too so so dan you know seeing these roads are these roads that you've been on before specifically they're using or is it a new set so it's the same roads, uh, minus one, uh, but I, yeah, but they're going the different, the other direction, uh, which drastically changes things. Uh, it's completely, it's so much different going the other way. Like there's definitely corners. It's like, yeah, I remember this stuff. And I remember this area, but the crests that were like good crests where you could, you know, be flat over because it'd be like a left three, maybe a 30 into this big crest. Well, you'd be flat. It'd be like a little jump at the top, but now, this these crests if you go in the other way like there's one that we looked at and we have it as like a triple caution don't jump because if we went at it fast it's it would break our backs when we landed because you'd get so you'd probably have six or eight feet of air i bet if i don't think i'm exaggerating on that either no um so it's more so yeah. like a drop off now where it's kind of a climb yeah. with a crest yeah. you know right. now it kind right. of just drops below you is that it yeah, yeah, and there's like there's one um, on the second stage. There's this fast section, uh, and you come at this like it's an uphill crest and it's a jump, but you wouldn't get more than maybe a foot off the ground ever, uh, even full for full bore. But it was super fun going the other way, and um, then you have like these long, long straights. Well, now it's these long, long straights into this crest that yeah, you'd be launching off of because uh, like I said, the ground just falls away from you know on the back side of the crest. So. Wow, so it's, it's totally totally different character. 
Yeah, well, and uh, some of the sketchy stuff, some of the real sketchy stuff, uh, isn't so bad going uphill, but now we're going to do it downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty, it's it's hairy, for sure. It's a good thing we got really solid brakes. Yeah. Um, so, so actually, speaking of like the, the, the conditions out there and whatnot, uh, obviously you're going to be going downhill, lots of speed. Is dust going to be a factor at this one, or do you think there's enough wind uh, even at the, in the earlier part of the day that uh, should keep that as a non-issue pretty much? We're just going to have to hope for wind. Uh, if we don't, if it's not windy, if it's that dust is just going to hang out. Um, thankfully, it's not a rear-wheel drive car in front of us, uh, like like old Seamus, because uh, those guys tend to just slide everywhere and throw even more dust. But um yeah, I think if it's not, if we don't have at least a decent breeze, it's it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I hope they institute two minutes. Yeah. Uh, for two reasons. One, the dust, and the other is it's so narrow, and, and uh, it, it's just nowhere to pass. You know, you come up on somebody, and that's the other thing. If it's just too quick, um, two minutes is much better so people can get out of the car and, you know, kind of prepare for those things so no one gets hurt. So I think just for 40 cars, I think it's reasonable to do two minutes for everybody. And if it's we're a little behind, okay, we're 40 minutes behind. It doesn't get dark till 8:30. So I hope they do that for everybody. Two two minutes. Hey, safety first for sure. Yeah, definitely. So what w- what is your specific goal for this event? Um, you know, obviously you're, you're shaking down a new car and whatnot, but uh, do, are, are you looking at somebody specifically as competition out there, or is it, uh, yeah, really just kind of get things all sorted uh, and then think about the next one? No, no comp. Uh, I've never really had that approach. I don't, I don't know about Danny, but you know, he told me earlier. He said, <laughs> if if we get two stages in, I'll be happy. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, the the goal is to, to like for Travis is, and whenever I race with him, it's always we're gonna drive our own race and have a good time. Uh, the results will either come or they won't. Uh, and luckily enough, uh, when we finish the races without mechanicals and stuff, it's the, the results usually come. Uh, so no, there there's nobody we're looking at. Uh, if they beat us, they beat us. If they if we beat them, well, that's well that's how the cards fell. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's cliche what he said and what kind of what I say too. It it but we that's how kind of how we compete. Um, it's not really competition. <laughs> it's it's a we get a we get a you know to drive these cars as fast as we want. Um, and we get our own minute or two minutes depending uh to do it on, and that's awesome. And I've had the uh, good success over the years and bad success. Uh, and to be honest, nothing feels better than finishing a rally. The results are nice. Like if you get a, you know, overall, maybe I've got one time I got overall third, but nothing feels better than finishing every single stage. And that, I mean that really, that's the whole thing is just finishing the event and get all the roads in, have fun and, and move on to the, the next race. I, it's hard to compete when you're not wheel to wheel. I race mountain bikes, you know, cross country where you're side by side and you're competing and there's no advantages because it's just your motor, your body. But when it comes to cars, it's just so many variables, weights and turbo size and all that. It's really hard to have a even race. So um, I tend to just, you know, we are competing, but I, I don't, I just don't really even think about that so much. <laughs> that was a long winded answer but 
I do, but he doesn't let me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at this event, there's nobody like, okay, yeah, we need to beat this person because we're not going for points or anything. It's just, it's a fun event. Well, I think that it's the core of what rally racing is that I think that, that I appreciate so much about it is, you know, it's, you know, the man versus machine thing, right? It's, it's you, the car, and the road first, right? right? It, it's it's being able to, you know, uh, overcome the obstacles that are, that are coming at you at every corner, you know, before you even think about times and things like that. And right. uh, that's just an achievement in and of itself. Yeah, like, uh, was it two years ago or last year we did STPR? Uh, we had the complete wrong tire. Oh, God. And <laughs> so we couldn't go anywhere near the correct pace. Or, and so we just drove to finish, and we still ended up on the podium. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and that, that well, was I was driving to the conditions where the condition right. happened to be the wrong the tire. tire. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we talked to John Fogg at Super Rally Team, and he was just like, You brought what tire? And he was like, you guys are nuts. He thought we were kidding. I'm yeah. like, no, I got these. Got a good deal on them from Buffum. <laughs> oh, those are all the te- those are the hard tires that we like drive down the road. You can't rally those. So I had oh, no. I had eight of these things. I t- <laughs> That's the kind of tires I, that you give to the rallycross guys. They're gonna use we, them over three years. We all, I mean, we no no kidding. Second corner, we almost. Hit a tree. Yeah, head, head, head on. on. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I got this, and like, it just it wouldn't work. It just yeah. so I'm like, okay, this is it. We just have to drive. So it was, it was. A, we laughed about it. Whatever. You just finish it. It's you can't whine about it. We're out there still racing. I mean, we're so lucky to be able to, you know, to to be out there. So. So what tires are you going to be running on for this? You said you're running hard tires, a specific kind. Yeah. So uh, uh, Cooper happens to have a hard compound um the, the advantage they have it's really easy to get their tires and they come to the events uh they mount the tires this event they're not but they mount them uh deliver them and they're not right and left specific but they are directional uh, i haven't driven these tires before i know i fatella ran them all last year and uh cam steely did as well you know they're they're good i i've ran lots of different brands of tires i'm not they they each have their own character but a lot of it's availability. They had hard tires available. I could get them sent to my house directly. Uh, they've got good contingency this year, so uh, I don't. It's it's so hard to test tires. I mean, you'd have to you'd have to spend days to do a proper test. I mean, I'm I'm going on a new car, new tires, one set. It's going to be hard to know if what if it's me or the driver or the co-driver or the <laughs> or whatever. So yeah, hard tires. So they're going to be different. They're they're going to take longer to wear you know you watch wrc you know the guys go out on hard tires at mexico right mm-hmm. they're not crushing the times but look they're there at the end so <laughs> no punctures no punctures but i'm not quick so that's kind of what i'm looking at is uh being a little dicey out there but not getting any plats so i gotta stay hydrated uh we had that issue of course at uh sofer you know the previous event so make sure you guys uh, have your uh, plenty of water in the car. I'm guessing you got Camelbacks you're doing? I sure do. I'm going to do uh, about uh, three liters in the back, just three bottles, big bottles in the back. In case the rad overheats and I need water, I can just dump a big liter in the Smart move, radiator. smart move. Yeah, got some 
sealant, some radiator sealant too. I'm throwing in there in case there's a little crack or something. I can pour the sealant in there, so I'm prepared for anything. But at least you don't need to have, you know, quick fix head gasket stuff like uh, the Subaru motors you were having to deal with. So not anymore. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure I'll be back in a Subaru again. I'm pretty darn sure I will be. You know, I, I'm making fun, but I own a Subaru myself and also yeah. have to have my motor rebuilt at 180,000 miles. It did go 180,000 miles, though, before yeah. I had to have that done. So I, I honestly feel like I shouldn't have to complain too much because most people don't keep a car that long. So Right. Eh. Can't really ask for much more than that. No. I, I mean... Not- and the thing is, is I could have gotten a new car, or I could have just re- could have rebuilt this one. And I don't like all the nanny features on new cars. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't know what you're trying to do. Exactly. To... <laughs> no, like, no here's a perfect example. Seriously, I was on. I had this rental car um, while my wife's car was being worked on. She had a little fender bender thing, and it was a Subaru. Uh, it was a basic Legacy, or or maybe it was just a. Um, or his basic Impreza, one or the other, but it had the eyesight thing. And we're going around this bend, 55-mile-an-hour road, and there's a turn lane off to the right, so we're bending to the left. There's a turn lane off to the right, and the guy gets in that turn lane, he's, like, way in front of us, and he's going to turn right. And I'm just going along 55. Well, it can only see straight with those little eyes in this nanny Uh feature world. And it thinks that car is, like, right in front of me somehow. And there's a car behind me, and then it slams on my brakes. Right. I'm like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Well, yeah, rightly so. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, some of this stuff on the new cars, man, let me tell you. Ugh. It's going to be hard to rally these new cars that are coming, I'm telling you. I don't know what's gonna, how that's going to go. Yeah, I think what everybody's going to do is just rip out all the electronics and have new stuff, I guess, programmed in, which is going to be a huge cost. It's the only right. way they really do it. It's only really expensive. Yeah, it's only only really expensive. Yeah, yeah. Every every five years, it gets harder to to build a rally car. You know, even though my old Subaru, just the the brake issue was, you know, trying to figure out the the, to be able to gas and brake. You know, because what left foot braking and every generation has more features, and it took a while to sort that out uh, for all of us. And it can happen, but it's just. yeah, I guess kit cars are going to be the way to go, kind of the R2s and the R5s and things that are built, and then eventually they'll all get over here 15 years later, and then we buy them all. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got some, you know, 25, which is fine, a bunch of 25-year-old R5s, which would be kind of fun, I guess. I don't know if I, I don't think I'd argue too much with that, but uh, no. Also, but I also like the diversity of the different, uh, you know, cars that we, you know, people at home build stuff here, and it, it's going to suck if if. if some of that grassroots kind of goes away and it ends up being nothing but these homologated things. Uh, that's, that's one of the things, uh, we have a, a guy that's uh, from the UK. That's a, a journalist from over there. That's published some stuff on our website. And, you know, yeah, he's talking that. about how he's so interested in American rallying because it's more diverse than what they have over there. It's like, yeah, you might think this is all cool, but they're all kind of the same, you know? Yeah. And that was a great I totally get it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, big shout out to uh, John uh, Skaltok who has uh, been doing those uh, doing those articles because yeah, that that was, that was a neat uh, perspective to have. That uh, sometimes we think I think we take for granted. We don't realize just how much different we are from uh, most other places. So, and how much fun we have. Here. Always. <laughs> Seriously, fun first. That, 
yeah, the co-driver Carolyn I've used, you may have met him, but he, yeah. he really, he, he's from Wales and he does, I don't know, 20 plus events a year. And, and he loves coming over here because it's so much fun. Everyone has a blast when we rally. So he, you know, there's a guy who wants to just come over and do events and do all the, the time change and all that just because it's just, you know, it's just a different environment. So there's not as much pressure and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of nice to hear that from them. Excellent. So we've got this event for this weekend. You guys are going to be busy, busy, busy. But uh, what about future plans? Uh, you two planning on staying teamed up to do uh, something else uh, coming up? Or are you guys going to just see how things go after this and see what opens up? I uh, unfortunately have some work obligations uh, that are going to require me to leave the country for a bit uh, here very, here soon enough. So uh, this will probably be my only race this year, unfortunately. So it'll have it'll, it would have to wait till next season anyway. I plan to do uh, 100 Acre Part Two, Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called something else, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it it's the Show Me Rally. The show me rally. So show me uh, state. Yeah, I I planned to do that and it got was, you know, got nixed. So that was my next event in that car. Watch you snow drift and something happened. So anyway, that's my event. And then I wanted to do Big White or PFR. PFR is canceled. Uh, Big White border stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know kind of where things are at, but hopefully those next two events. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing you guys at, or at least you, Travis, at those. Yeah. Um, Danny, thank you for your service, sir, because uh, we definitely appreciate all that you're doing for us. And uh, for everybody that's listening, make sure you follow Rally Colorado on social media. Um, download the IRA Rally app um, to keep track of timing. I'm get, Are you guys using the trackers there? We are, yes. Awesome. All right, so we've got uh, trackers in the cars, so we should be able to use the Area Rally app to track where everybody's going. Um, and uh, I also want to do a quick shout-out to over in Europe. Uh, we'd like to wish good luck to our American friends, uh, Sean Johnston and Alex Kiriani. They'll be at uh, Rally La Paya in uh, Latvia. So they'll be uh, in their R5 over there, so that'll be new for them. Their first time on gravel on that. And, uh, of course, we do want to do a little uh, follow of uh, Oliver Solberg and Aaron Johnson from Super Motorsports USA. They're or formerly of that because they're competing at that one as well. So um, they won it last year, I think. So it'll be exciting to see how well they do with some seriously stiff competition this year on that event. So um, lots of rally this weekend. I'm excited about that. We're back. Right? It's happening. Right. Yeah, it's 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 back on. <laughs> 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 well good luck you two thank you so much for taking the time uh, to give us a little chat give us a little bit of a preview and uh, we'll have to follow up and see how things went all right yeah great we'll see you soon mike all right guys have a good night you too good night. and everybody thank you for listening to the open paddock rally cast presented by oz rally pro and remember if you like what we're doing here please subscribe and give us a good rating on itunes or whatever platform you listen on it's a huge help to us and uh, make sure other people find us and uh, can listen to more awesome rally stuff like these guys because, you know, they're awesome. <laughs>